Grab your pre-workout and turn up that volume. It is time for a new episode of the Powerlifters Den with your host, Cam Smith. All right, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of the Powerlifters Den. I'm Cam Smith. Uh, today, I have a special guest. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is John Rubo, uh, the owner of Evolve Fitness and Training. So uh, I wanted to bring John on today because he was... Uh, one of the newer people that I've met in the world of powerlifting that's uh, well-known. He uh, recently got inducted into the Connecticut Hall of Fame of powerlifting and has opened a new gym called Evolve Fitness and Training in Worcester, Mass., along with his wife, Steph. Um, so to get into it, um, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about what made you get into powerlifting? So I started lifting weights when I was 16 years old. Um, I went to a, a gym, uh, it was called Webster Weights at the time, and that was called Driven uh, Muscle and Fitness. Um, I started lifting, you know, just to get better at sports, like most people. And uh, there's a couple of guys that were a few years older than me that went to my school, and they actually competed in powerlifting. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. I like lifting heavy anyway, so um, I actually, you know, signed up for a meet probably, you know, three months after I met them, and I was, I think I was close to 20 years old. I might have been 19. Awesome. Um, what federation was your first meet? My first meet I competed at was an SPF meet in uh, Rhode Island, Connecticut. Uh, Rhode Island. Nice. And at that time, you were still you were raw. I was raw. Yes. <clears throat> so now that you're uh, into equipped lifting, um, kind of go over the journey of making that switch. So I actually I didn't make the switch for a very long time. Um, I tried to meet a multi platinum when I was in my early twenties, and I actually uh, felt three times with 800 pounds. At that point, I was about squatting close to mid, you know, 750 range, and I bombed out to 800. Um, fell three times. Uh, that meet was actually in, uh, in New York, and uh, Dave Hoff was the head judge, and he uh, picked me up three times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that you've been into powerlifting for several years now, um, what would you say was either your one of your favorite moments or uh, – Maybe your favorite meet, your favorite lift? Uh, definitely my favorite moment was uh, last year lifting in the WPO Superfinals. Uh, that was the biggest stage I competed on. Um, I competed against the best in the world. Um, I came in 10th too, which was really cool. Sweet. And um, so recently you just had sh shoulder surgery and you're making your comeback from that. Um, mentally, how has that been for you? The hardest part, um, so now that I'm six, six, uh, six weeks off, uh, Post-op, I'm starting to be able to you know, do a little bit of squatting, uh, no deadlifting, no, no benching yet, but you know I can still train legs. So that you know it's not it's not terrible. It's going to be patient. Another six weeks, so I'll uh, be able to be fully cleared to start training again. Awesome. And um, with Evolve being open since February, yep, February 18th. Um, what would you say is kind of the some of the lifelong goals of this gym? Um. Just keep expanding, um, continue to get more members, um, just continue to create a, a good training environment for everybody. Um, you know, just keep adding to my group. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit about me. Um, I joined this gym. I got in contact with a friend of his and started working here as a trainer. And then from there, became part of their crew. Um, we did our first meet as a crew at MetFit and Natick. And it was awesome. Um, this place is like a family to me. Um, it's it's just different. Uh, training 
on a team is a whole different atmosphere and in an environment that's so supportive. Um, it's just great. Um, I thank John for that. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, anyone who knows him can attest to that. Uh, what is some of your mindset in um, bringing people into the sport and kind of continuing the growth of the sport? You hit it on the nail on the head right there. I just want to continue, uh, continue to grow the sport. Um, everyone's welcome. It's, it's not a private gym. Anyone's welcome. You know, I'll help anybody out. Anyone asking me about form, you know, anything, I'll, I'll help them. Um, the best time for someone to come down if they really want to get you know used to powerlifting, how we do things, is definitely on the Sunday morning. Um, we squat heavy on that day. Um, we all coach each other. We usually have a huge turnout. Um, it gets pretty crazy here. Yeah. Um, so I guess backtracking a little bit with you and Steph kind of deciding to open a gym, um, maybe talk about the location, uh, where the name came from and kind of making that big decision, that big investment. So I, right, right out of when Steph graduated from college, you know, I knew she was 22. Um, I knew, you know, we both knew we wanted to open a gym, you know, it was kind of like a, like a lifelong dream of ours. You know, I didn't think it was going to happen this quickly. Um, you know, it was either buy a house or, you know, try to, try to, you know, create this gym. Uh, you know, we, we looked around you know, a little bit in Connecticut, a little bit in Massachusetts, and you know, none of the spots were appealing to us. Um, and then, you know, we actually, uh, my landlord, uh, his maintenance guy is friends with my mom. So that's how we found this location. Um, he gave us a, a great deal on this. Uh, currently, we've got a little over 4,000 square feet. Um, he gave us a great deal on the location. Um, you know, he made, literally made the gym for us, you know, however we wanted it, which was, which was really cool. Um, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of goals. Um, we're actually going to be open the other side. I'm assuming you're going to ask me that question later, but, um, it's another, about another 2,500 square feet. Um, we're hoping to have that ready by the end of summer. There we go. And, um, so yeah, where did, where did the name Evolve come from? Um, actually me and my wife just kept writing down names, writing down names and, uh, we, Got it down to about three different names, and we went with Evolve. Um, we wanted to be original. Unfortunately, there's an Evolve. I think fitness somewhere out of Boston, but you know. <clears throat> but yeah. What were the uh, the other two names that came down in the final three? Oh boy, um, can't even remember to be honest with you. Um, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll think of it by the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's more than just a powerlifting gym here. It's a family. It's, there's group classes, there's group fitness, Zumba, yoga, spin, all the above. Um, do you have any plans for any future classes here? Um, what do you mean in terms of me teaching or just in general? Just in general. Just in general. I would love to do a kickboxing class um, down the road. Um, you know, group fitness is you know, starting to take off a little bit. Um, we're going to wait to do our grand opening um, until, uh, you know, the rest of the, uh, Construction is done on the other side in the lobby area. Um, then we're going to have a grand opening. We're going to continue to push group fitness. Uh, currently, we offer spin, yoga, zumba, uh, stretching mobility, group strength. Um, and, you know, we'd like to continue to add classes down the road. That's awesome. Um, so, going to go back to powerlifting. Um, so, me and you, we're going to be competing together yep. in September. Yep. Um, 
what what's kind of like your I guess biggest goal for your first meet post surgery? Um, so after squatting today and after squatting on uh, on Sunday or Saturday, um, I feel very strong. You know, after you know not squatting heavy, I, you know, I've been, I've been doing you know body weight lunges, belt squat stuff. You know, I'm still able to train my legs, so my, I feel very strong still. So I'd like to push a big squat um, somewhere in the mid thousands. Um, bench, I'm just going to take it as it goes. So I'm not really sure what I'm going to hit. I'll take you know something in a single ply shirt. And then a deadlift, I'd like to swing for a PR. So, you know, I still have some pretty big goals for that meet. Awesome. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's been great being here. Um, I'm excited to see how this place has grown. Um, with powerlifting, too, I think it's important to talk about more than just lifting weights, talk about the mindset. Um, if you could come up with, like, a piece of advice for someone going to their first meet or – showing up to a Sunday to squat with us, what's what's one of the major things you'd say? Just listen to people. The, the, every, the thing about powerlifting, man, is everyone's willing to help you. Um, you know, for, in terms of going to your first meet, undershoot all your attempts, you know. Um, it's not a bad thing to undershoot your attempts for your first meet, you know. Um, you know, usually people aren't used to the judging, you know, you make sure you, you know, squat to parallel. Um, you know, people aren't used to the, the pause on the bench. Um, and the same thing on the deadlift, you know, some people, you know, when they get heavy, they tend to hitch, you know, ramp, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, go lighter than, you know, you initially would think you'd go, you know, just get your numbers in the books and then you have something to be next to Yeah. So, um, with one of my clients kind of doing their first meet at the MetFit meet that we did, I told him his main goal was to go nine for nine. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that as a goal for someone's first meet? For your first meet, I think that's completely perfect. Um, you know, you know, opener should be very light. Second attempt, you know, just a little bit of a jump, and then third attempt, you know, I would go like ninety-five plus percent. Like you said, just get your numbers in the books for the first meet, and then you have something to go after. You know, the, the following meet. Sweet. Um, something trivial, but uh, what out of all the lifts you've done? Not necessarily squat, bench, or deadlift, but I guess any variation. What is your all-time favorite lift you've completed? In the gym, uh, definitely uh, prepping for the WPO, I hit um, 800 with 200 chamfer double off a of, of parallel box with my brace. That was definitely the biggest uh, lift that I've hit you know, in the gym so far. Yeah. And um, so recently before your surgery, you did the uh, – the raw meat at Hellbent Barbell. Uh, where is that located again? Uh, first four yeah. Um, so to me, it kind of seemed like you were doing that to uh, prove that just because you're an equipped doesn't mean you're not strong. Um, you went out there, you crushed it. You benched the bar because that's all you could do at the time. But you wanted to go out there and kind of prove a point. Um, you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um... After, you know, I opened the ball, you know, I was just trying to, you know, take a little break out of the gear. My body was beat up, you know, all my, all my uh, members were, you know, for the most part, were all, all raw and they were getting ready, you know, for me. I was going to jump into it, but I wanted to handle everybody. Um, I hit a Mike Skiba um, out of Hellman probably, honestly, probably two weeks before the meet. You know, I was training my raw squat and my deadlift just to kind of like peek and hit something in the gym. And then I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just go for it. So I did a four week little mini raw prep, um, and uh, I ended up squatting 801 at that meet. I took a swing at 851, got it about halfway up, um, and then I hit a 750 conventional deadlift, which was actually a raw PR. There we go. Um, so I guess kind of going into that with missing 850, 
Um, when you miss a lift, what's kind of the, the mindset of not letting it get to your head? Because for me, you know that when I miss a lift, sometimes it'll kind of ruin my mood for the day or kind of throw off the rest of my workout. So how do, how do you keep going through that? So in a, in a powerlifting meet, there's, there's three lifts. So if, you're, if you miss one lift, you got to forget really quickly because you're about to, you know, say you miss a squat, you know, you're benching within an hour or two. So you need to just forget it and continue to go. You know, like, you know, just because you don't hit a squat PR doesn't mean you won't hit a bench PR, you won't hit a delta PR, or the most importantly, you won't hit a, a total PR. Yeah. Um, so during your time here so far, we've seen a lot of people, um, different backgrounds, different training styles. Uh, so how do you, how do you kind of market to the people that don't want to just do powerlifting here? So I actually had a conversation with somebody about this. So believe it or not, don't get me wrong. I love coaching powerlifters. You know, I, I love, you know, coaching athletes. But I actually really enjoy coaching, um, you know, just regular people, you know, just, you know, just trying to lose weight. Um, as soon as I start, you know, training them how to do things properly, um, you know, they get better very quickly. You know, they, they are very thankful, um, you, know, you know, regardless if that's, uh, you know, getting stronger, losing weight. Um, actually, a lot of people that I've been um, training at the gym are actually deciding to get powerlifting try, and they had no intention of doing that to start. So, so... As a former athlete, um, I mentioned this in the last episode, kind of with powerlifting being so supportive, um, almost like a culture shock to me when I first did my first meet, because when you're competing with people, they're trying to beat you, but at powerlifting meets, they're cheering you on. Um, what was your experience with that? Literally the same exact thing. So this is my thing, right? I obviously want to beat everybody. But I never wish someone to miss a lift. I want I want to beat them at their best. So I'm going to be supportive of them. You know, I'm still going to go head to head with them. So I still got to try to beat them anyway, regardless of the numbers they hit. I got to worry about what I can hit, not what they can hit. <clears throat> yeah. So um, now that we're kind of up and running here, uh, I know you have a couple of meets planned up in the fall. You want to talk about that? Um, in terms of us hosting them? Yes. So. Um, the USAPL are actually hosting their state meet here. Uh, I believe it's November 2nd and 3rd. I could be wrong about the date. Um, but um, she, the meet director, um, she's looking to uh, have about 140 to 160 lifters. Um, she actually is going to put a pause on it until September 1st because there are already 60 lifters signed up and there's still a lot of time to go. So that's looking you know, awesome. It's a college meet, so multiple schools will be competing head-to-head -head against each other, which is going to be very cool. And then also, I'm going to host my, I'm the uh, IPA state chairman from Massachusetts. Um, I'm going to be hosting my first meet at the gym, um, I believe November 28th. Like, yet again, I could be wrong on that date, but I'm going to be sanctioning that meet very, very shortly. Um, I'm just doing a push-pull. Nice. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you mention that was the first IPA meet in Massachusetts? Yeah, I believe so. I, I could be wrong about that too, but I believe I'm the first IPA state chairman from Massachusetts. That's awesome. Um, who did you kind of get in contact with or connect to become the state chairman? Actually, he reached out to me. Um, there's this guy from Texas. His name's Will, uh, William Lee. Um, he's the, um, I believe he's the vice president of the IPA. And um, I actually met him before this. Um, I ordered some Titan briefs um, and I, you know, tagged Titan in them, obviously. I, I, the first time in him, I had a 925 uh, Cambridge bar squat to a box. 
and you know, I tag Titan and whatever. Um, this random guy, I had no idea who he was at the time, I school William Lee, he reached out to me and he's like, hey, uh, like, you, like, you like Titan equipment? Would you like to try other Titan equipment? And I'm like, I'm like, I click on his profile to see who he is. And then I see that he's uh, uh, sponsored by Titan. Um, he actually, you know, um, helps helps Titan a lot with, um, you know, like creating, you know, ideas and stuff about creating the gear, you know, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but um, he reached out to me about, um, you know, using Titan gear and he actually got me sponsored. Um, and then shortly later, he um, asked me to be the IPA state chairman. And that was, you know, really exciting news. Yeah. So um, kind of like going into more gear lifting, when you made that transition, um, what was what was like your first experience, whether it's in your bench shirt or your squat suit or just overall maybe going into your first meet? So anyone that's looking to get into equipment, the first thing I recommend is getting a pair of briefs. Um, they're very fun. You know, they're, I wouldn't say they're easy to use by any means, but it's definitely the easiest piece of gear to get used to. Um, and I've never heard anyone say that they don't like squatting and briefs. Um, it saves your hips. You, you know, if you know how to use them, you can obviously lift more weight. And it's just more fun. There's no pain, um, at least on the joints. Um, but yeah, that was the, my first uh, time in, in gear, you know, just putting briefs on. Uh, luck, I was very lucky. I, I actually lived in the gym, uh, Wyndham County in Strength in uh, Canterbury, Connecticut, for about four years. Um, Mike Burrow is the owner of that gym, and uh, he helped me a lot, you know, in gear. Um, you know, we had, we had a big crew over there, you know, 20, 25 lifters in, in, in equipment. And uh, we all coach each other, you know, just similar to here, Cam. I took a lot of ideas from Mike. Um, you know, I looked up to him for a very long time. So, yeah, like the transition obviously was hard, but, you know, the venture, it sucks, let's be honest. But, you know, that's why I like it. It's a, it's a challenge. Yeah, I mean, I remember trying out your single ply shirt, which was, I think, a 52. 50, 56. Yeah, and I'm probably like a, what, 48? Probably 48. Yeah, so even with it being loose, I couldn't even touch 315 in my chest without wanting to pass out. So um, especially after being here, too, um, I never thought a quick lifting was necessarily cheating. I just thought it was a little bit, obviously, you get some advantage because you can lift more, but it's such a skill set. Um, how long did you did it take for you to kind of feel comfortable in your gear? Um, no, dude, the first comment you made, I, I thought the same thing when I first started, obviously. I'm like, why are they throwing on these crazy suits to lift more weight? Why wouldn't you just lift it raw? Um, but, you know, then I started getting into it, and it's it's very difficult. As you as you saw, you know, you see me lift all the time in my gear. It's it's not easy. You try it on my bench shirt. And like you said, it was a loose single ply shirt. You know, a tight multi-ply shirt is a different volume, but um, I'm sorry, Kim, what was the question? Um, what, what, what was like that transition like for you? Um, kind of realizing that it's not just easier. It's oh, yeah. actually a skill set. Oh, it's a huge skill set. So the biggest thing for me, especially in the beginning, um, so anyone, like I said, anyone that wants to get into gear, I recommend getting very loose gear to start. Um, the hardest part for most people, including myself, is just the pressure of the equipment. Um, so really, you know, how you lift in gear, you know, explaining short to you is, more or less you just stay in position and you don't, you know, you fight the gear to stay in position. Um, if you do not fight the gear to stay in position, it's going to fold you over. You know, you're going to drop a bench on your chest. Um, so the biggest thing for me is just getting used to that pressure. Um, that, that's the hardest part in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I guess more about that kind of seems like the sport 
is obviously constantly evolving. Um, now with the like unlimited, like in the band shirts, the F8, things like that, uh, how, how do you think the direction of this, that sport is going? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, like most people say, it, I'm completely cool with band shirts, um, as long as they're separated, uh, you, know, say, you know, raw with, you know, raw with, you know, sleeves, raw with wraps, single ply, multi-ply, unlimited. You know, it's very different. Uh, I can't speak too much on it. I still have not used a band shirt. Um, Titan was going to send me one. Um, they're not in any rush. I'm not in any rush because I just had, you know, labrum surgery. But um, I would definitely try one out um, in a, in a, in a bench-only meet. I'm not sure if I would, you know, right now, you doing a full power meet. I'm, I'm stuck on poly. I still have a lot to learn in poly. You know, I still have goals. But I'm not against them. As long as they're separated, I'm not against them at all. The, the sport of powerlifting, dude, is about fun. Anyone can lift however they want to lift. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, kind of with with you, would you say the the bench chair is probably your biggest struggle? Oh, by far. Yeah. Um, squatting, I've been feeling a lot more comfortable. Before my labrum surgery, I was, you know, I got my new briefs will tighten, and I was hitting some big numbers. Um, I think I hit an 855 triple, um, a 955 single, and then I hit a, a thousand pound box squat in my suit. Um, so squatting was feeling really good. Um, deadlift is always a work in progress. Like I said, I'm a strong deadlifter. I'm not a good deadlifter. Um, it's a work in progress. But yeah, that bench shirt, especially I got a new hybrid bench shirt from Titan, and the thing's an absolute beast. Um, I need to definitely get better in that. If I can, if I can get better in that shirt, that thing has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, so I know not too long ago uh, you went to a uh, seminar hosted by Jimmy Cole. Yes. Um, kind of maybe. Talk about, I mean, he's one of the most impressive lifters I've probably ever seen. Uh, I know he was kind of helping you out. What, what are some of the biggest things you learned from him? Yeah, man, Jimmy is, the, besides maybe Dave Hoff, I think, by far our best venture is not even close. He's unbelievable, man. Um, what I learned from him is just be very patient, you know, stay in the sleeves of the shirt. That's always my biggest problem. I, I blast off my chest and I lose, lose the sleeves. So, yeah, that was when I benched with him at the seminar, and I, I, I crushed the PR easily. You know, he just you know calmly talked to me. You know, when I was focus, focusing on his voice, um, like I told you before, it's all about just staying in position and just being patient. Um, the pressure is what kills you. You know, Jimmy is a very large man. Uh, he's, I, most people don't feel me make, make me feel small. He, he's one of those guys that makes me feel small, and uh, you know, he wears very tight gear. But like I told you before, the hardest part is the pressure, and guys that can handle that pressure are going to be, you know, good lifters in, in multi-ply or limited division. Yeah, and um, now that you've had some experience in equipped lifting, um, and our friend Charlie is kind of getting into it, um, what are some of the like interesting things you're learning as becoming a teacher of the equipped lifting, uh, and maybe some things that. You're, you learned in teaching him that maybe you discovered yourself or some things that you wish someone told you when you first started? Um, so the transition over to coaching multi, because I've obviously been coaching a lot of raw lifters since I've opened. Uh, we don't have a lot of geared lifters yet, but you know, more, we're getting more and more. Um, but the nice thing, uh, you know, when I was at Wyndham County Strength in Canterbury, uh, we all coached each other. You know, we all knew what we were looking for. We all coached each other, you know, so, you know, it hasn't been a big, um, you know, a big challenge for me to, you know, coach multi-ply. Um, Charlie's, you know, he was a very narrow stance squatter, low bar squatter. Um, his hips are junk, you know, from football and, you know, whatever. 
But, you know, I, first time in the briefs, he said he didn't feel any pain in his hips. So, obviously, that's huge. And, you know, he's getting every, every time we squat, he's getting better and better. Um, you know, when he, was, when he was raw, he was really, you know, knees over toes, multi-classing, you can't do that. So, you know, he's getting used to sitting back, opening up his knees, staying in position. Um, it's pretty cool when, like, a, like Charlie's a very strong blowout raw lifter. You know, he's getting close to a 700-pound raw squat, 500-pound raw bench. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's always a nice feeling when a, a strong raw lifter gets in a multi-class for the first time. And they're like, holy shit, this is fucking hard. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and then uh, I guess one of my last questions for you would be um, kind of dealing with me. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so kind of being like a head case, but uh, having a decent amount of potential. Um, what are some of the things that you do to kind of keep me in check, keep me going and kind of helping me realize myself? I hate to fucking give you credit and make you blow up your head even more, but uh, <laughs> no, you, you do have, you have so much potential. You're a strong kid, man. Um, if you keep going, you know, the way you're going, who knows the numbers you can hit, but uh, your biggest thing, as you know, is your head. Uh, you overthink too much, which, you know, could be a bad thing, could be a good thing, but um, like you told me, I always, you know, I always, uh, you know, get it together in the meets, and the last meet you did, you did very, very well. I was really proud of you. Awesome. Um, I guess before we wrap things up, is there uh, anything you'd like to tell the listeners, uh, maybe bring up, mention anything before we close things off? Just, you know, if, if you guys, if anyone's either a powerlifter or getting into powerlifting or just, just likes lifting weights in general, um, Kip, come give us a uh, check us out on 30 Millberry Street in Worcester, uh, Vault Fitness and Training. Uh, first day is free, so come down. And, you know, I'm always open to helping people, you know, coaching you through lifts, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, come check us out. Awesome. I highly recommend this place. This place is a great environment, great equipment, great atmosphere, great everything. Um, before we close things off, you want to just tell them what Evolve's Instagram is as well as yours so they can find you? Yeah, so um, my Instagram is uh, just jrubo, and the Evolve Instagram is at evolve underscore ft. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to thank you for having me. Um, I'll be back here as much as I can, you know, with work. It's been a struggle, and I really miss this place. Um I'm over at Mass Iron now. Uh, I know you're really good friends with Tom. Tom's a great teacher and mentor as well. So I've been having a great time there, but this place is like a home away from home for me. Um, you can find me at Instagram at lift.smith. And yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, bud.